0: about trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist. am I worth anything or just a scout I don't know I don't know I don't know spending time all alone sending my songs to the phone dreaming of a better home while focused on trying to hone this craft witchcraft I hope the brujas I
1: Sounds great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today again on Behind the Brand?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor, great privilege, we are going to jump in the DeLorean. We are going to kick it up to 88 miles per hour, and we are going to go back to the future because this man truly is a back to the future type of moment. I remember walking into a now defunct and closed down, um, in which I can't remember the name of it, um, practice space many, many moons ago to go go on an adventure called the Lottery. And there, sitting behind the drums, was just somebody from first eye contact. I understood, would understand my insanity. And from there, we led personalities that were in many different types of ways to two rounds. And from what most people say, the people who actually won that year, but that's between me, you, and a hole in the wall. You got to go to a rock lottery, truly find it out. But yes, the Chess Rockwells were better than everyone else. But we won't talk about that. This man is a phenomenal musician. This man is incredible. What he did on drums, he blows out of the water on bass. I have the honor and privilege to write music with this man, to share a stage with this man. He is my brother from another mother. He is my bestie from another testy. I want you to put your hands together for the bass man from Out of Spaceman. You love him, I love him. Everybody love Johnny Oz. Brother, how you been?
2: Hello. Oh my gosh. Um, that was a lot of wind up for an introduction, fellas. <laughs> um, I'm I'm like a rhythm section guy, so like I'm not here to impress per se. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm here to ramble with y'all about some music. Perhaps we'll talk a little bit more about soundtracks or Batman movies. I don't God. care, man. I'm just here to chill <laughs> out. Uh, but yeah, wonderful to see y'all. Uh easy. Uh we have practice today, I assume. Yes, uh, we, do. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we have to go, to the, we,
0: we, have to go to, we have to go to the penguin cave. Uh yes. they'll be putting the and I did hear there's a slight rumor that if you pay attention on Tuesday night, you might see the penguin symbol above a certain spot.
2: Maybe. Oh, Lord. maybe. I don't know. We'll see. May, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, just just look around. Keep your ears to the ground. Um.
0: So so what yeah. you're saying is, Shame Penguin is not is, is not defunct. It is not gone. No. There was a moment, and I, I let's let, let's let's tell the story as it's a story, and you know where where it has gotten to us. Um. In the good ways, you know, because this was yeah. this was a very 2023 was was the year of of pain and anguish and growth for Shame Penguin. Um, in ways I don't think any of us could have ever imagined. And um, we appreciate them. Uh, We also hated them while we were going through them. Some of us are medicated and about to get more medicated because of them. But at the end of the day, I do think we are all at a much more amazing experience and moments because we went through the stuff together. So now there's some lyrics that I'll pen that maybe you and Kenny will be like, actually, I was there for that moment. And that moment did kind of suck. but That was a dope (laughs) moment. You know what I mean? Um, so what
2: yeah. is the story
0: and why why has there been the ghost of Shame Penguin after you know you guys we you guys cause you know by the way, your singer's amazing. Your singer's amazing. I yeah, love that absolutely. guy so
2: much. He's but, got control like of force. the room for sure. Yeah, it's it, it's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so you know, um let me let me add? dive in a little bit, get set a little bit of the stage here, because um okay. yeah, like Dusty was saying, uh Easy and I met uh, in 2018 uh, in the Rock Lottery, which is basically um, that is is like a it's an Elm City institution. Uh, I want to say they've done about ten times now. The next time is going to be this October. Um, if you are a musician and you're watching this show, if there's one thing that I recommend uh, as you take away from this is consider the rock lottery, consider trying out for it. Uh, you can find it on Facebook pretty easily. They're doing a drawing, I believe at Cafe Nine in a couple of weeks, weeks, uh, oh, very nice. beginning of October. Um, okay. But the way that uh, it works is that you sign up to be part of this rock lottery by emailing the people in charge, Nancy and mm-hmm. Bill, and you say, hey, my name is John Ozoxet or whatever, and I play mm-hmm. drums or bass or whatever. And then you show up to this drawing They pull your name out of a hat and says, oh, it looks like John Zox playing drums. Now let's find a bassist, a guitarist, a singer, a keyboard player. And basically, you end up being drawn into a band with, you know, uh, three to four strangers. Um, And strangers is a relative term, like totally by the time it's like, you know, by the fifth time that I was in there, like I knew somebody in every one of the Rock Lotto bands. And, you know, so... There's a lot of regulars here. So like hopefully I'll be real happy again if like this fall I join and I'm on a, a band with like Steve or Barth. Um or like oh. actually Val. I've never been in a band with her. It'd be incredible to play music with her or with Al. Um I, I don't know if all four of those folks right. are gonna be doing it this year, but yeah, um it's great. You get a bunch of people in that have like really different musical perspectives, which is totally one of those things I could ramble about for twenty minutes. But um, it went well for us. It didn't go well enough for us that we won, which is fine. Because, like, you know, nobody's nobody's freaking playing music to win a competition. Like, that's not what you're doing it for. Um, we do it for just, like, this experiment of, like, what, are we, what can we do if we have to write 20 minutes of original music in 20 minutes or in, in four weeks with, like, four strangers? Uh, so Dusty and I uh, did that for a while. And, um, and we were in touch for a little bit afterward, but um, about three months after the, you know, the Rock Lotto happened, I got a, a call from He's just saying like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm starting a band and um just hoping you might be able to join with us. We are joining with somebody else uh, from Rock Lotto. And so I was like, yeah, totally, on the condition that you let me play bass, because I love playing drums, I really enjoy it, but it's also not like my my main thing. It's one of those things I started when I was like 24, uh, and had an attic that I could fit a drum kit inside. Uh, so I'm just like, look, I'll play drums, I'll be good enough, but if you want me to be... Weird, out there, I'll play bass. So uh, he was like, that's great, because we already got a drummer. And we already had a drummer. His name was Kenny. Uh, so we all met. Um, that first month or so, there was like this, I don't know. It's always really weird when a new band is starting. Because, like, look, cards on the table. I find bands, like, infinitely more interesting than, like, individual musical Ooh. artists. Musical artists, sometimes like they can be visionaries and geniuses. You got a Paul McCartan guy to play like 17 instruments or, you know, Prince or whoever. Um, And they're going to, you know, they're going to do their thing. And sometimes it's visionary and beautiful. And like, I'm not going to argue with that. I couldn't write, you know, (laughs) I couldn't write Eleanor Rigby. I couldn't write Kiss. Like there's a bunch of songs that uh, these visionaries could do that I couldn't do. The thing about visionaries is it's still one person, right? It's all like the crazy mathematics and physics of music working itself itself out inside this one person's brain. Individuals can be geniuses, but when people get together in groups and try and create genius as a group, that's when an actual miracle happens, because then the crazy mathematics of, Easy's brain has to, you know, find a common denominator with the crazy mathematics in my brain and our drummer's brain and our guitarist brain, etc. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, not to get too headfirst in the hippie stuff, up front, <laughs> but like, you know, that creative process is really like this, this element of co-creation and wanting to be part of this mm-hmm. together. Um, and then like, and so we're just doing our songs. Hey, Preston, you you're got you raising your hand. What's up, man? Um, <laughs> it,
1: just from everything I'm listening and just, you know, all the information that's just being exposed right now in this interview, um, I see that chemistry was very well just between the four original individuals of the band.
2: Am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that, that, that yeah. was kind of the thing. is like, we're all bought in on, like, the right. idea of this band, which is, like, it was weird like we had a stronger mm-hmm. feeling about like this the non-musical stuff which is yeah. weird right like we all have mm-hmm. like musical opinions they're all very different like some of us in the pop punk some of us in like art rock etc we're right. gonna find a way to make it work mm-hmm. but it wasn't it was not like the musical concept that united us it was this idea of like this band is a place of belonging mm-hmm. um not just for us, but for the people that are there with us, right? Like, we've yeah. all been, uh, like, Dusty and Kenny and I um, have all been playing music in bands for, you know, 15-plus years, et cetera, like... <laughs> like, I, like I was, I was like, um, you know, since uh, I was not planning to be on here this morning, like I had to like, mm-hmm. I, I got talk about, and I'm like five weird shows we played or whatever. That I didn't
1: get planned was hearing my friend Dustin's name called Dusty. It's hard <laughs> to get that in my head because another person is calling him Dusty. I never would imagine. Calling this man Dusty in my life, it, it, it's a first. So if well, I have different expressions on, on. on my face, it's very hard to process this. All right. but Dusty, we'll, 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 continue. I on. like to hear your we'll, side of the story, we'll, Dusty. We're we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll getting a
0: little, deep, we'll get a little deeper into like... that. So, so again, we, we do rock lottery, and 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 in the story context of the whole thing, kind of. I love how you mentioned that point. Yeah. Um, so doing rock lottery, we already started playing together at Shane Penguin, and all of a sudden they were gonna do a they, they were doing a documentary of the year we did rock lottery. Um, and now they needed to pull some people in for interviews. So they pulled me in for the interview, but they also, mm-hmm. because three of us were in that rock lottery, they do yeah. a little piece about Shane Penguin, you know, in this aspect. And I am horrible with names. And I and I got interviewed with um with Elon at the time. Anyone who's ever been to a bar with Alon. Understands that by the time the cameras are rolling, you might not be all up there. You're a yeah. little altered. That's all I'm gonna say. So you know <laughs> they're starting to ask me questions about about Shane Penguin, and you know they're like, "Hey, yeah." And then I, and I <laughs> all I could remember was was Johnny Oz, mm-hmm. you know, and I just froze and I said that in the aspect, and then it played. You know, the the documentary played, and I, and I looked at John and I was like, "I hope you're okay with that," you know. Um, Because I was actually someone who, since I was like four, I did not want to ever be called Dusty. My mom named me Dustin (laughs) to call me Dusty. And I used to tell her that I am too mature for that name. Don't call me that name. Mm -mm. But I figured if I'm going to address, you know, uh, John from this out of place, like super comfort level, I need to be vulnerable as well and accept that as well. And it, it has actually become very freeing. And this is what you're kind of talking about in in that in that writing process is mm-hmm. this beautiful yeah. give and take. You know, I know, no matter what, I I'm someone. P, you understand this, and yeah, you kind of saw it for the first time on Tuesday. You mm-hmm. know, I'm someone who kind of try to pushes the edge as far as possible, and yeah. I need secure people around me to mm-hmm. pull me back, because I'm also someone who lives in that improv aspect and. I yeah. want that th- those words to just come out of my mouth, and that moment to be as real as possible, because that's what the moment required. But you also have to look at the bigger picture. and you know that bigger picture you're looking at, you know, it's actually um, where it's going to to continue on through. Who's going to then be able to, you yeah. know, um, take that message in the wrong direction? How is it going to be perceived? And John is amazing with that. Um, you know, and it, it was crazy to, to truly see and to understand because I really didn't get it until Live and Technicolor was released. And we released it at the beginning of the pandemic, not because we were trying to be a pandemic band. You know, we had somebody who was trying was for that,
2: man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that you
0: know, but we had someone who was politically minded said this song has got an incredible meaning and we were already in ethos. We were already, a, we stand for everybody, we love everybody, no matter what else is going on in your world. When you were in this room, you were with family, you were loved, you were accepted, yeah. you were seen for who you are, warts and all. Um, and we loved it, <laughs> you know. So, live and Technicolor yeah. drops, and then you know, this is a song that I used to joke about before the pandemic. I used to say, This is a song you want to start a riot to, right and then the riots happened. And then I started to see on the Spotify for artists, our song was peaking in some of these towns where the riots were ha- happening. And mm. you know I used to say, this is the type of song you wanna burn a car to until right. I realized people might be burning a car to this song. Mm. And that's terrifying. And mm. I thank God for John every day because I can only imagine some of the stuff that I've wanted to say that right now especially could be taken completely out of context and used to ride for the other side and I would probably lose my mind so thank you John
2: well well that that's kind of the thing isn't it like I feel like um we are we're in an era where it is hard to be warm or like we make it hard to be warm right yeah. like I don't like you know nobody likes that we were having to take a break like during the pandemic and like especially like least of all the like the people in the band because that's straight up like the most practical therapy that we get on a on a regular (laughs) basis um but um but the thing one i guess silver lining of to to the extent that we had it of like having to like suffer the pandemic with all of y'all uh and then like come back and play shows after that is it made us really realize like um how important the the communal elements of this band are uh not just like between each other but like the the way in which we want our audience to feel like they are getting a hug from us when we are singing to them you know um not that the song not not that the music is all like half easygoing or friendly like there's a lot of like nasty stuff that I'm super proud of, but like, uh, you know, um, we want folks to feel welcome, we want folks to feel accepted. And that's because like, we know, well, you know, it is, it's really difficult to do that. And a lot of ways, uh, you know, that the world has sort of like tackled issues um, in recent years has been such a way of like, well, if you're not doing this the right way, then you're an idiot and it's counterproductive kind of for you to be doing this like there's this generalized cynicism about like trying to do this stuff um in the right way uh which i you know i think a lot of a lot of bands and a lot of individuals generally it just sort of gets folks to shut down and get a little bit more cynical themselves and to say okay you know what done with doing songs that have causes and meanings and stuff like that because it's just not worth it if people are going to nitpick or whatever. But And it's
1: just not worth it I don't say these letters, WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and... My partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. John, continue. I apologize. Go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We all have to say the right (laughs) stuff at the right time. Um, Exactly. But, like, that's kind of the thing. (laughs) If, like, we don't get it exactly right, like, it's not a matter for us to, like, throw up our hands and go home. It's that, like, oh, we've all learned something, and now we can start practicing this a little bit better with other folks. Mm Um. And so that's really been kind of like the unifying energy with the band. It's like, look, even if you are not in the band and stuff like that, like Easy is going to come into the crowd. He will accost you. Like, we're not gonna assault you, he might hog you, but uh um I yeah, think. like we we want folks to feel like they are at home when they at our at our shows. And yeah. You know it's been super cool that like people have been like responsive to that and and enjoying that in in recent years and we've been having like a fair amount of success with that um but we did have an issue earlier this year um yeah. where our uh you know we parted ways with our guitarist because um mm-hmm there was some stuff that he was doing while off stage. that was making people uncomfortable uh, and making people uncomfortable, like on stage and stuff like that. Now Mm -hmm. all this is to say is like, we're all on our journey. Um, We love this guy and, and we care for him very much, but because we understand that the folks who come to the shows, like it's at least as important for them to be comfortable as us. We are just like, all right, we mutually agreed. Like, okay so he stepped away uh and it took us a little while to find a guitarist um I'm not gonna get too far into it but with uh like mm-hmm. Dusty is saying like 2023's been a real hard year for the rest of the band just generally we all got a lot of personal <laughs> stuff going on right? Yes, um, of course but we met this uh we met this guy uh Matt I, we've said his name so we can mm-hmm. we can start talking about him a little bit we, but, we, saw, um, we showed
0: his image too. That's right. On He's been media. on our
2: socials and all. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But the the interesting. Well, yeah. All right. I am. I am not gonna. I don't want to blow up the spot. I want to let him introduce himself to people. So. Okay, um wait. Yeah. I like. I don't know. That's maybe that's just like me not wanting to like make a call about like. Oh, you guys need to know this about Matt the first time of you course, see right. him on stage. Like. Right. No. Um. But you want him if, to show
1: himself more. I got you. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. You want, yeah. Yeah. You
0: want the, yeah. And 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 not only that, but but all mm-hmm. the people need to know after hearing that entire story, is this man, is a is a dope human being that the three of us want to hang out with at least four hours a week. That's cool. And we enjoy yeah. hanging out with at least four hours a week. What else you feel about him? That is for for us to bring to you when you come out to that show, and you mm-hmm. you, you know check for the penguin symbol over a building. You know, because magic can happen at any point in time. I might now buy a light now. I'm just saying, like, I might buy a flashlight with, and, like, have it cut out. Um, but, no, that's, that, that's the, the key point is understand that we are all relaxed enough that we're also already riding with this man, which yes. is huge because that's a very vulnerable thing for me. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, like, I there has to be, like, this whole trust and comfortability that is there unless it is a spark off from jump and you know we didn't really like we sat outside for a couple of minutes we had a little bit of a conversation like kind of getting to know and then we just kind of like got to work and started playing and it's just it's great he's a great person i love the way this game i call it a game of volleyball you know when we play it's a game of volleyball i'm i'm you know i'm tapping it up to john who's bumping it to kenny who, who's setting it and and then Matt will, will will then spike it or so forth and so on, different variables, those mathematical equations, as we like to say. And this is a conversation <laughs> now. I look at each song as a conversation. And now this is a conversation that I really like because the everyone in the elements of the conversation have their point of view and they're just happy with them. You know, you don't have, not content as per, and that's the great thing. We talk about you know our songs are like bonsai trees. We're always <laughs> kind of trimming. It, it's true. This is what we talk about, sir. Yeah. They're always evolving, always growing, always trimming. Um, and it, there's no final form.
1: Okay. And right. that's I like I think, this. It's yeah, I like, I like yeah. this a lot. And tell me about the final form. Tell me about the evolution. Um, you guys went through a lot, but with going through a lot, your art is gonna grow. Tell me about the future of Shane Penguin. Will we have a shame penguin show in Japan? John was in Japan taking great photos and stuff. Will, will Easy have the ninja wardrobe on with his guitar and just entertaining the audience, the masses? What places have you not gone in Connecticut you know, and beyond? Will we see you guys? Let me know about the future. Oh, heard enough about the past.
0: Well, wow, thank
1: you, Preston. I, what a well, great thank you But well, I also want
0: to I want to call you out on that prompt as well. Why does everyone <laughs> seem to think I'm gonna have a guitar in my hand? like this you never know you surprise people
1: you surprise people all the time on the stage you don't like to do the same thing twice i don't don't. like to do the same thing you don't there was one time that that they held you back because you were going too much (laughs) they talked to you after a performance because you were too hard-headed and going too much for it they had to stop (laughs) you that's how much you want to give your all to your shows I'm not. We lying. played
2: a show the week before yeah. or the week after. Dusty had <laughs> yeah. back surgery. Like, not even get him down and be like, no, yeah. you cannot jump from Calm the
0: down. stage. <laughs> uh, but I needed that. Like, there's no Damn. way I would be able to be healed, and because, because you like, and I went from like a two week recovery period to a six week recovery period, mm-hmm. and for the first two weeks, I was in bed. I am not someone who likes to take any sort of like a uh, painkilling narcotic or anything like that because I'm just not a fan. And after this first day, I was like, okay, maybe I need to take something stronger than a Tylenol. And, we, you know, I, doctor, you were right. Um, you know, and, and it was, the surgery was, was so rough. They uh, they thought they were going to keep me. Um, mm-hmm. And i like, okay, can you get my pants? I need to go. They're like, well, you got to pee first. <laughs> I was like, well, then let me get up and go use the bathroom because I'm out of here. Um, I don't want to be here. They're like, You need to heal. I was like, That's what my house is for. I am comfortable there. Sick people oh, are man. here, and I don't want to be here. Um, that's kind of how I felt. Um, and then I had to play a show. It was also the 420 show, so that that's the national holiday. It's still man. no excuse. Still no holiday. excuse. 420,
1: 421, 422. They were concerned about you, man.
0: Mm-hmm. They want more. Maybe this yes. is an
1: intervention. When did this become an intervention? Uh, this is an interview. It, it's not an intervention. It's just telling it how it is. I,
2: I, I will say I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. Dusty uh Easy has been way better the past like mm-hmm. several months, about oh, like one. Um not intentionally putting himself into physically harmful situations. That's a great little survival <laughs> instinct thing to like tick off. Um and also he's been yeah. much better than historically of, like, mm-hmm. actually sharing the pain when he's got it. Like, yeah. you know, easy is, like, look, I, I know a number of dads, but he's one of the most fatherly dads that I know because mm-hmm. he is straight up, like, classic, like, stoic dude in the sense of, like, I will suffer my pains. And it's just like, you don't have to do that, <laughs> man. We are <have> friends <laughs> here, and, like, also, we'll all be better if we're, like, openly communicating yeah. about it. So, yeah, like, it took time but like I mm-hmm. think because easy is in such a good spot right now like we're right. get look we're giving you some light na- like some good-natured ribbon about that old know. time uh easy but yeah. you know you really are doing a lot better and that was a big part of like how mm-hmm. we had like this um creatively safe space for for Matt to drop mm-hmm. into like we were mm-hmm. doing weird stuff at practice like you <laughs> were playing guitar I was playing guitar I was playing synthesizer. Uh yeah, yeah well that was just like some weird stuff happening and that's cool. Like that's actually where where we can be going. Like the thing that right. excites <laughs> me for like what's next for Shane Penguin is like, yeah, of course there's a ton of other places we wanna play. We gotta play Bridgeport again. We gotta mm-hmm. go but we gotta go to New London. We gotta go back to Waterbury. We gotta yeah. start playing Hartford. We gotta mm-hmm. start of playing course. I would love to play Boston. I would love to play Springfield a couple more times gotta get Ooh. into the city we gotta play providence like we know this stuff is on the list <laughs> um, sure, but it's not just that it's also like what we do musically right mm-hmm. like i am so glad that we've ended up in a spot where like i hate when you're in a if if you're ever in a band and somebody can say oh they sound just like one band right yeah like if you're ripping off mm. one band You need to rip off more bands, right? And, like, (laughs) we're not in a position where people are like, y'all sound like X, Y, Z, right? Right. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we're not, like, taking a lot of, like, direct inspiration from a lot of folks. It's just that, like, I want us to be copying from not 50 bands, but from a 1,000. Like, Mm -hmm. let's do our Tears for Fears song. Let's do a song that sounds like the fall, you know? Like, let's... Let's get creepy and let's get romantic. And, and you know, let's let's get out there and weird some people out um, um, and, in a welcoming and, and, fashion. <laughs>
0: yeah, and and what what I love about st- stuff like that is, you know, right. we're also at that point of that weirdness where I can then throw the counter lyrics to that. So you know, right. I can say some really disturbing things in a love song <laughs> aspect, you know, in, you know, in that proper way. or I can then, you know say some really love songy things, and super sappy things in like a heavy project because it's not supposed to be there. So people are like, huh? I'm a big fan of the huh. And a lot of it also is trying to get that huh live
2: for me. Dude, uh, all right, president I'm gonna jump in here because uh, I I recognize this space that Dusty and I are in, Easy yeah. and I. Like <laughs> we are right at the precipice of like the remainder of this hour is going to be just about what it is to play music and what different styles of music <laughs> are. I'm cool and with I'm it. I'm same, learning. I would I'm love learning. that it's conversation. I'm, yeah. awesome. All right, wow. let's let's freaking roll, Easy. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, because <laughs> um, I, you're exactly right that is kind of like the fun thing is like figuring out what does subversion look like for me right like um <laughs> this is the thing that is actually like interesting about music right mm-hmm. music is this language that we all speak and there's different accents based on different genres or whatever mm-hmm. different dialects based on the instrument that you're playing it through or whatever but fundamentally a equals 440 hertz like we are hearing this stuff um through these like universalized actual scientific sound wave frequencies Mm -hmm. that end up like through (laughs) the the it ends up kind of being extruded through culture of like how do people understand a c major c minor resolution right right um so now it has the cultural context Mm -hmm. but then on top of that Dusty has the opportunity to put on sort of, like, this lyrical twist of, like, all right, now we're looking at a triple entendre, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Take the not, to be like, not to be, like, too uh, self-satisfied with ourselves, because I feel like mm-hmm. one of the least clever things you could do is talk about how, like, clever you are, but, like, mm. I don't know. I do think that there is always, like, a little bit of pushing ourselves and and trying to dig out like what we can in this like this thing that I've been saying to Matt at practice the past couple weeks is like when the song is finished the song is dead and it's just like so do not treat it as finished at any point like Mm -hmm. however your hands are falling onto the chord consider a different voicing for it however your part sits behind you know the bass and the drums or whatever See if there's a crack in there that you want it to fill, uh, right. and mm-hmm. yeah, that is like a fun little investigation for us. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's 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 super awesome too, and, and I love how how you really did phrase that because it is it's it is what that moment kind of requires, and, and, and trying to capture that moment. And for me, you know, I I love to play the psychological game of of life. Period. You know, I find you know if you can hit someone with those weird entendre just in normal everyday life is fun mm-hmm. for me. But what I really dig about how we write is like, I write to make myself pop and I perform to make the three of them pop. And and what pop is for, for those who aren't wrestling fans, a, a pop is when people cheer, um, when something really incredible happens and people cheer. And I try to make the other three cheer at some point in time. It is, it is amazing in practice when I can make Kenny crack up hysterically and not drop the beat um I love doing that or when it's done when we're we're done with a jam or done with a uh, a song uh, run through John goes hey Dusty, i really like what you're doing there i like that and just go about the day or to see Matt just look up and not be so within of what songs am i playing right now and sharing in that moment those are the most incredible things those are the, the moments that get me through the, the next 7 days mm-hmm because you know life is so planned out and life is so this is where it is but for four hours i get to go on this incredible journey with three other human beings and that really seems to be what has connected with what we do um we've been called punk rock we've been nominated for a new england music award for best punk act um Mm -hmm. but a lot of the punk people be like they're not really punk because we're
2: not that's kind we of the have, thing have, i don't think we are yeah. the best punk act we're a good act we're really good but like yeah if you think yeah. of us as punk like that's just one lens right um right. damn i'm glad you said that that way though easy because like i think a good piece of advice for anybody that wants to start a band is, is try and find musicians that you want to impress
1: yeah yeah and where do you classify yourself as a genre of music uh, this is a question for both of you. If you don't say yourself punch and you experiment with different uh, stuff and you're not afraid to push the envelope when it comes to your creativity, what do you consider? Is, is it just rock, but you put a little other elements into it? Is it alternative? Is it more than alternative? Tell me. I
0: hate
2: this, uh, man. I hate this question. Fuck, why why <laughs> uh, I, I think we uh,
0: finally have the opportunity to, to address this question because, look, we only have to wait for him to say the the letters one more time, and then we've got a couple more minutes after that. No one's going to tell us we can't continue to talk about this until the end of
2: the show. That's true. That's so true. technically, we're holding you hostage now.
0: Most, most times, we have to be quick. You have 15 seconds. It's a soundbite and go. We're going to stretch this soundbite. We are going to Miles Davis, Thelonious Monk, this soundbite. Oh. And for the next 45 minutes, we're going to play a single note. So go ahead, sir.
2: Uh, oh, oh me, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. like that. I, uh, no <laughs> you, I you really see that thought coming. you were like winding it up for like a yeah, but okay, like you, and you now. You it's did, I, I thought so too. I thought we were gonna get uh, some knowledge,
1: I, uh, and then he just I gives you the alley. You, all right. I,
0: I like, yeah, I, I like to. I'm more Scottie Pippen than I am Michael Jordan.
1: I am. I am more like, Scottie Pippen than I am Michael Jordan. I think that's
2: fair. Yeah, that says a lot
1: coming from a singer.
2: <laughs> yeah, does, um <laughs> oh my gosh all right so genre labels are yeah. bad nowadays okay. band names are bad genre labels are bad but like indie that doesn't mean anything but it describes us punk that mm. doesn't really mean anything other than anti-establishment i guess that descri- describes us right like yeah um Pop music? What the heck is pop music? It's just stuff that has a snare on the two and four? Well, that's us. Um, (laughs) Rock music is, like, guitar and distortion-focused? Well, we do that on almost all of our songs. Um, So, yeah, you know what? I would say that it is... It is noise rock for people that... uh, enjoy being at home with others i don't know i don't know what was why would you come to me with this <laughs> <laughs> well no i guess that
0: was that was amazing um again it, genres are pointless genres are meaningless and really at the end of the day i think i just lost myself at the end of the day they um they don't necessarily fit where they're supposed to OK, and it was really just so it could be marketed marketed properly and marginalized mm-hmm. as much as possible. You know, right. all music itself, if it's been popular, if it has sold mm-hmm. a certain amount of records, guess what? Your pop music. I don't care if you're Norwegian death metal. and And burning churches while you're playing, if your song had a million plus streams, guess what, homie? You pop music let's be real your music was popular and i'm sure that broke so many black and shattered hearts but i'm okay with that if you have any hate mail please feel free to send it to prestige because i don't care
1: wnha 3.5 fm new haven send me all the mail go ahead easy
2: yeah i just gotta step in here like this is mm -hmm. i love this because we get asked this question all the time and the last Three times we've got we have to answer for three minutes before i remember like the actual answer that i give which <laughs> is we don't sound musically like other bands but ideologically there are a couple other popular bands right now that are doing something similar to the feeling we want people to get when they listen to our music or they go to our shows to name those bands Turnstile is one of them which is you know they're like a like a punk band that is kind of like a not up with life, but like they're generally positive punk. Like they're trying to they're trying to handle their stuff, and um, and idols who are quite a bit angrier and quite a bit heavier, but they're also like mm-hmm. grappling on the real stuff from this perspective of wearing it together. So I would say Turnstile and Idols are for me maybe the the top two of like yeah we're kind of like them.
0: And I, I, ideology wise, I can actually say to even two smaller acts or more closer local acts that I'm actually wearing right now, the co-defendants and keep flying, you know, where it is, yeah. you know, we're processing this all together. You know, we, we have, we, we are a community. I, I love, you know, we, we were a name. How did you say that, man? We, we were a name that became a band. Oh yeah. We, that, it yeah. started
2: off as a band name. Uh, but then like Shame Penguin was no longer a brand name. Now it's a brand. But now it's grown and it's not a brand anymore, it's an ethos. Mm.
0: Yeah. You know, wow. cause cause it really is a matter of you know, I I personally write what I know. Um I'm a big fan of being as honest as possible. I say it on the show all the time. Bob Dylan once state stated, if you you know are going to be an outlaw, you better be honest. I can convey on stage Exactly how I felt the moment that I was inspired to write that note, to write that song, to write that lyric. I can be brought back to that pain and give that out as a performance to me, everything boils down to performance. You know, I not saying that like one of the good ways to go for me would be like having that pinnacle like Freddie Mercury, like you know, a million Wembley Stadium thing, and then just, as the last note happens, I just drop like that. That is that is Valhalla to me, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like you have problems. I already told you I was medicated, okay? So obviously I have problems, but you know this is it's just been such an incredible um, experience, and and to do that now, Prestige is actually started to see where this is starting to boil and bubble into my everyday life, where I'm I'm giving less and less um, flux capacitors. Right than, than, than I was before, um, where we went last week, we went to a, uh, last week we had a good, we had a good week, we had a good cultural week last week, Pete, high five, yeah, we did. um, we went to the, uh, NeverEnding Books, uh, open, uh, mic surgery, which happens every Tuesday, nice. um, and you have, yeah. it's like three minutes to give any type of poetic performance, uh, out there possible, uh, Brian Embers, uh, runs it, it was, was really, um, our, our good, 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 good friend, Karen Ponzio, uh, performed on that as well. We've had both of them on the show. Um and I went up and I, I performed a complete improv piece. And you went out the water too. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, complete improv piece. And I went in. Um to the point where I sit back down and, and how long have you been working on that? I was like, yo, I just I just did that. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, that's not true. There's no way. You know? Um, and then yeah. I I did a piece about why I can't meditate because it's too loud in my head, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I acted it out. Um, And this uh, meditation instructor came up to me and was like, your piece was amazing. I actually teach meditation and I totally get everything that you're saying. Like, uh, when did you write that? I was like, I didn't, that was all improv. And he goes, no, spit, because we're on the radio. I can't do that. I couldn't just cut loose like that. And that's, to me, somewhere I always wanna be. It's what I love, like when we are jamming something out and I run real quick over to record it, it's cause I just did something myself that I wanna try to capture again, cause it was so beautiful and in the moment. I I personally feel, and, and again, we we'll are getting a little hippie with it, but I personally <laughs> feel the song is out there. I just have to connect with it. You know, the, the lyrics will tell me what that, that that voice of this song is supposed to be, what it's supposed to, what, and what it's not supposed to be. Um, you know, I, there's been songs like, the song uh, I, I think that we're gonna be playing at the end of the thing, um, it has meaning but doesn't have meaning, and a lot of it came from conversation we had in the practice space. John would say a cool line, Tristan uh, you know, would say a cool line, Kenny wasn't even there, I think it was just the three of us that, that, that first time, and I just started penning things down, and you know, like you guys, had the conversation that became the song um so i I think that is something that's incredible and and when you are so comfortable where you can be super vulnerable and this is why picking your bandmates are so 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 important because these are people you want to be able to be with even when you're at your most vulnerable and you don't want to be around anybody and you don't want to show anybody that super and this is me talking stoic dude who's like no um it is these moments that I've been able to be vulnerable that gets me through to that following. You know, um, music is mental health for me, you know, and, and, and music has done so much for me, that's why I fight so hard in practice to try to put some of the
2: best stuff out there
0: because I'm just trying to give back to music, you know? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Hey, P, I know we're getting a little bit closer to the top of the hour. Can I start talking about stuff we have to promote and what we're going to be doing next? Oh, yeah,
1: please please do. Um, yeah, but I just got one more question just before all that. Yes, um, yeah, go for it. All you guys have amazing music videos. Is it a group effort or has been there a video where it was just an individual idea that everybody agreed with? Because Live and Technicolor is one of my favorite Shane Penguin videos with the anime just going back and forth. And it just goes well with the with the song. And then you transition to like other ideas. Um like the hive, that's what we're gonna play at the end of yeah. the show. Um, that was just completely out of the box. So just tell me what just the idea and just what goes inside everybody's minds when it comes to music videos. And then you you can go ahead. you on your spiel.
2: So we're <laughs> really lucky that like we've had like a, a couple people come to us with a vision for our videos, yes. which is awesome. And like, that's, well, that's another awesome. like really that's nice cool. validation for like the music that you're creating is that people hear and they see yeah. images in their head. Like, Hey, that's cool. Um, but <laughs> you know, uh, so, so like the first music video we ever had was actually an AMV, an anime music video, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you're in the know, like that's a thing that's existed for a long time. And it was so cool to enter that pantheon of like
0: yeah.
2: bands that have AMVs, just like, I feel like there were a million like Lincoln Park a AMVs like in the aughts, mm-hmm. but like uh huge big ups to Zach Anderson, who's a local oh. uh like musician who put that together uh because he was inspired by the song, which is awesome. Um and then uh yeah we worked with a couple of awesome local uh artists for the hive video uh you know our our uh, guitar our former guitarist Tristan was starring mm-hmm. in that along with Pax Headroom who's a local drag performer but uh Dustin mm-hmm. can you tell a little more about that?
0: Well, see, and, and that's what, what's really, again, it goes back to making you, your everyone else you know, everyone else in the band pop. You know, I had a conversation with, with Zach Anderson talking about it, and I saw there was also another market out there by doing these AMVs, and I'm not looking at it as per global. I was like, oh, there's a conference, there's a convention, there's a convention category. Enough people like this that if you throw your name onto this and it's done really well, I like to be around people that create good art, great art. And I like to be able to say, hey, we have this artistic statement. Do you want to put your spin on this artistic statement? And some say yes, and some say no. Both are the right answer. You know, it's like I, I love everybody that same type of way. You know, I don't play favorites, except for John and Kenny, is you all my favorites. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know we've We've had that that great luck, and then of course uh, we got the Flippio photo doing the lyric videos, and that's really more the push of it needs to like the the notes we always give give her is it needs to be entertaining on the screen the entire time there has to be movement. That's pretty much all you know the, the notes that we've given we've given some like structure aspects, um, but yeah. every concept has been has been knocked out of the park, um, and then even you know, the Live and Technicolor video, Zach was able to do, uh, uh, Rich the, uh, the Michelle. we had, you know, we had the idea, because I have twins. Um I was like, how can I make this work where I tell the narrative story, you know? So I was able to have this where one was playing me in the past and one was playing me in the future. And we were able to tell a story of a video that to this day, people still hit me up and be like, why? You're trying to make a grown man cry. Um, you that's know, the so, one.
2: That's the one. Yeah. Like Easy is not named it yet. Fall of the Mountain King is like that's the music video that like I watch it once a year and it does make me cry every time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's real. It's really something, man. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's really awesome. Everybody did yeah. such a great job.
0: Yeah. That that was you know. And then w- with the Hive, look again. People know me, I'm controversial, I, 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 but I live it. There's been such this this negative backlash on the drag community. I wanted Shame Penguin's name to be right with the drag community saying, we support you, we love you, you all want to hang out. I'll even paint my nails and face, let's go giddy up. Like, let's have fun together because I love you for who you are. Hopefully you love me for who I am. So, you know, being able to hook up with with Pax, I was that was one of the things that I like fought fought for. I was like, no, yeah, gotta happen. It. And it, you know, and these when I say fight, it's just mention it three or four times in the conversation, like this is the one piece I'm firm on, guys. Everything else don't care. Um, you know, plus to be able to have that our last music video as that uh, thing at the state house is forever. Like we are now forever immortalized in the state house aspect of it and, and, and everyone knows who's listening to the show how much the state house means to me i'm actually trying to find a fine point tattoo artist to do the logo of the state house right here you know nice. uh um, yeah it's time it's time so any tattoo artist that can do that please hit me up john
2: uh what do you think, <laughs> so here's here's a couple things y'all should uh keep on the eye out for with uh with Shane One, we're working on some new songs, which is awesome. We're going to be doing some new stuff with them. We got some new effects. Like, who knows, man? Um, We also have an album that's, like, basically 90% of the way there. We have a new guitarist who may uh, have some input on that album. And freaking who knows? Like, we've added some fun instruments to it. There's a theremin solo on there. There's, like, a stylophone solo on there. Who knows? Maybe we'll add some other sensor stuff. Um... And then third is uh, we're going to have to start playing some gigs with our new guitarist. And we don't know when exactly they're going to be or what exactly they're going to be. But like for starters, maybe we'll try and hit up like an open mic night, like maybe sometime a Tuesday night, perhaps even tomorrow, perhaps somewhere that has a Tuesday night open mic on Crown Street. There you go. Who knows? On Crown Street. Who knows? Maybe there's Haven. somewhere on Crown Street in New Haven, Connecticut, where there there's go. an open mic on Tuesday, and you might be able to see us. But again, we're not trying to promote anything about that yet. No. We're just nope. wanting to play a couple open mics before we start yeah. booking shows. And
1: I want to play this song to Hive on WNH lp 103.5 F in New Haven. Myself Prestige and my partner in crime. Long Island Raids, Elm City made E Z Blues is in the building. John. Thank you for being our Steve Martin, and I'm glad to have you anytime time for a backup. You have been great and exceptional. Thank you so much, brother.